Hello, my name is Jim. This is my podcast, The Bloody Vegans. You're very welcome to it. Each week, I'll be traveling ever deeper into the world of veganism, discovering along the way a multitude of viewpoints from the political and ethical to the practical. I'll be doing this through a series of conversations, each aiming to further illuminate my understanding and hopefully yours of all things plant-centric. I'm going to be speaking with Mir Bullen, the co-founder of Vegan Action. Vegan Action is a prepaid payment card and the principle of it is that it's used exclusively uh, to pay for goods, services, etc. at 100% vegan establishments uh, with any kind of profit earnings going back either into the card or indeed into perpetuating more vegan businesses and supporting vegan charities with a percentage of every transaction that you spend. So it's an incredible way to boost uh, the vegan economy uh, and grow vegan businesses. Um, so an amazing idea and hopefully you'll enjoy this conversation. Here's a chat between me and Mir Bullen, the co-founder of Vegan Action. For me personally, um, what uh, hit the button was a speech uh, by Gary Yurovsky, um, famous um, activist, human rights activist, vegan activist. Uh, and it was up until that moment, um, I hate to admit it, but that's the truth. I was born and raised in you know meat-eating environment. And for me at the time, it was impossible to imagine a single meal without an animal product um, and then this video this speech came to us by a mutual friend and the Gary Yurovsky in that speech it was a speech if I'm not mistaken in one of the universities he talked about um, different aspects of veganism um, not just the ethical side but also the sustainability um, issue and the health issue and um, the fact that you don't have to give up anything really to, uh, you know, pursue the vegan lifestyle. Uh, but what really did it for me was part of that speech where he showed footage of slaughterhouses and animal farms. Um, I know that there are so many reasons um, for being vegan, uh, whether we are talking about sustainability and uh, giving you know, our uh, cells a fair chance for the future, whether it's health, whether it's obviously ethical implications, animal rights. But for me, what really, really kind of made me make that decision was seeing the seeing and hearing uh, the animals scream and weep and cry. And I remember turning to my wife saying, I don't know how, um, I don't know, you know, what's going to happen, but I can't go back. Um, I'm vegan. And she kind of looked at me you know, surprised, you know, you sure? Because at the time she had uh, been, you know, trying to uh, make the transition, but she obviously wasn't expecting the transition to come so swiftly. Um, so that was, that was the turning point uh, for me. I often say it was like that 
moment in Matrix when, you know, Neo is offered, you know, red pill and blue pill. And once you take that, there's no com there's no going back. And for me, certainly was uh, definitely a paradigm shift. Uh, I always uh, try to point out to people that veganism is far more than, than you know, dietary choices. Uh, for me, the way I see it is choosing to not take for granted um, what we've been told or what we've been taught or what we've been raised to do. Uh, and it, again, it, for me, it goes far beyond just not you know, buying or not eating animal products. It goes uh, along this path of just reevaluating um, the things trying to use you know your common sense to uh, gauge whether what you've been taught and what you've been said really makes sense or not because what followed in our lives after making the decision to go vegan was reading and speaking to people you know trying to educate us as ourselves as much as we can and so the more we the more we kind of did the research the more reasons we found for veganism, um, but yeah, it was it was that moment of um, seeing that footage that made me take that pill and go past that point of no return. Awesome. You, you mentioned there that you went on this kind of journey, journey of learning and and reading. Uh, it's an ongoing one. <laughs> totally, oh, totally, it never stops, right? <laughs> um, and I'm I'm intrigued as to when the the path started to cross over with with kind of the the seed of inspiration for vegan action because I, I know I know from sort of personal experience like you say once you've you've had uh, whichever I never remember the color in the matrix but whichever pill it is um, whether it's the red or the blue um, once you've had that you do start looking at every aspect of your life from an ethical standpoint and maybe you didn't before you just assumed everything was as you'd been told it so at what point did kind of the world of financing, money, banking, something we do so in, so intrinsic to our day-to-day, -day, everyday existence in kind of, certainly in the Western world. When did those paths cross? Well, it, it happened when we had our own vegan fast food. Um, we realized uh, very soon that uh, we enjoy making delicious vegan versions of, you know, traditional um, dishes. And um, at the time, actually, we were, <clears throat> sorry, we were living in, in Valencia, in Spain. And we noticed that there weren't really, uh, like, vegan fast foods at the time. There was maybe one. Uh, and the, the offer was, you know, very specific and the prices were, you know, uh, at, they, had, they had a certain standards. And so we started thinking about uh, creating this vegan fast food that would have, uh, let's say, more accessible prices, that would have maybe a different uh, offer. And pretty soon we, we realized um, that there is no vegan payment um, because we were, you know, tr making so much effort, um, you know, buying 100% vegan products and coming up with vegan recipes and making sure that 
everything we do do is as vegan as as sustainable as possible obviously it's it's not a perfect world and you have to make compromises um but then as i said we soon realized that when people pay with uh, their credit cards with their you know bank cards commission so the part the percentage of their purchase goes to the card companies who unfortunately are not vegan um and so we had this feeling that we were you know forced to use those you know non-vegan companies even though we were a vegan business and so we soon realized that when we talk about paying or payment methods there is no vegan payment uh, option and though insignificant it might sound uh, when you add up all those you know purchases that we make all those uh, purchases with credit cards that we make the percentage at the end of the day at the end of the week or the month amounts to a significant amount of money that goes back into non-vegan economy um, and so we started thinking about what it would be like if if there if you know a vegan payment card existed uh, so that was that was the sort of uh, the primary impulse. Uh, we were incredibly lucky of knowing some exceptional individuals and one of the first things that happened was this night-long meeting with our dear friends uh, who were software developers and we had this you know brainstorming session of how things could be and how uh, we could make it happen. So that was let's say the beginning of everything and then when we took it one step further thinking about uh, where to launch it do we launch it in Spain do we launch it somewhere else uh, we realized that when talking about um, Europe UK is a very strong uh, uh, country in terms of in terms of veganism with very strong vegan scene obviously in London and in other other areas and it's it, it is it is growing um, as we speak obviously no language barrier uh, there so we decided to launch um, vegan action in UK and then we followed it up by moving to UK as well um, but I, I guess that we can say that the origin of everything was you know realizing that no matter how much we try to make our shopping vegan um, as long as we are forced to use you know non-vegan card companies it's very difficult to call it uh, vegan so we created vegan action which is uh, currently the pure vegan shopping experience because um, the card can be used exclusively in our 100% vegan, par vegan partners um, which is uh, you know a guarantee that the card cannot be used on non-vegan products so there's that guarantee as well and then on the other hand uh, there's the knowing that uh, the fact that you pay with that card is not funding some non-vegan uh, endeavors um, and right now we are constantly working on just 
uh, improving and improving and you know testing, which is why we really try hard to stay in touch with um, our users, uh, speaking to them, listening to whatever uh, feedback they feel they want to offer, um, and yeah, hoping to uh, let's say raise you know awareness of the of the importance of payments as well um, it's a it, it's amazing that we have so many vegan products available to us but we feel that the area where we can maybe try a bit harder is to support those hundred percent vegan businesses um, obviously we are not yet in that situation in our society where we can do our entire shopping in 100% vegan uh, places and shops but we can at least you know try to get the things that we have in 100% vegan businesses whether they're local stores or online to do it there because obviously it's always better to take our business to the vegan you know shop rather than get the vegan products in a non-vegan one and then also uh, try to make uh, that part of shopping where we actually pay for things vegan as well uh, we can say that you know we are now in our infancy uh, we've only been uh, launched for two years and so we are at the very 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 beginning and we feel we feel it's something that uh, will only grow in importance just as uh, veganism itself grew in importance if we look back uh, you know, a couple of decades ago, the notion of veganism was some crazy alternative. Uh, but now it's not so crazy and it's not so much an, an alternative. It's a very important um, li lifestyle. Absolutely. I, I, I love this point of um, just how kind of pervasive, you know, the finances, uh, the financial aspect of all of our lives is and really thinking about the contribution that we make either to a vegan business uh, or, or indeed to where our kind of credit card payments are going. I think that's, for many people, will probably be a bit of a revelation hearing you talk about that. Um, you know, I know talking to sort of uh, energy providers recently, for example, and, and finding out that, you know, the animal agriculture industry had... Uh, a hand either through financing or so on of of uh, the big energy providers and so the notion of a vegan energy uh, provider was was um was a sort of a revelation to me a few years back and i think for many people the kind of idea of a, a financial institution not being vegan so you know some of the big names on the high street etc will be a revelation as well so just for those for those people you know what where will their money go when they're paying off you know one of the one of the big major kind of credit card payments um that funds the animal agriculture industry or or is in, in essence non-vegan yeah well that's actually a very good point and and that's you know well one of those things that we don't naturally think about um we just use the credit cards because we have them and of course, they're very convenient, they're very practical, and uh, you would be crazy not to use the bank card because it gives you so many options. Uh, on the other hand, it would be great 
to you know have a vegan bank and hopefully we will you know grow enough someday to maybe open a first vegan bank but talking about where the commission goes uh, we can definitely take a look at the fact that the the banks are usually the ones who are issuing the cards um, and we have to take you know into account the fact that banks are offering services of uh, crediting um, so you have on one on one hand uh, banks crediting or investing um, money into you know non-vegan businesses that in large part maybe depend on those funds and then on one hand and then on the other side of the spectrum we have vegan uh, population vegan consumers who are using their uh, bank cards and credit cards and ourselves included uh, when there's no other option and you're forced to do and then percentages of those commissions are going to the bank and obviously being pulled together and then either given out as you know investments or credits or loans for the animal agriculture companies or the dairy companies um, or for some other um, projects that are non-vegan and it's just one of those things that as you said you don't think about unless you know someone maybe points this to you much as I for example to be honest and it's no you know it's not something to brag about but I've never thought about you know why cows produce milk before I heard someone speaking about cows actually producing milk because they gave birth and because they have a baby to uh, nurture you know I never thought about that before I just thought that they produce milk and then it's no such it's not such a big deal that we you know use that milk uh, but once you saw that information, you start thinking, well, hmm, that makes sense. And you start looking at your glass of milk in a very different way. And I think the, the, the world of finance uh, is at this stage in time where people, if they haven't started thinking about it, they will. Because when we talk about ethical, well, ethics and veganism in general, we have covered a lot of ground um, so far in terms of food and clothing and energy like you mentioned before uh, a lot of services you know people have started looking into you know having a vegan uh, professionals and stuff like that uh, and I think that the finances may be the next next step where people will be looking to uh, take their businesses to more ethical banks to you know think about how they can make their finance as vegan as possible I guess and we want to be those at the forefront we definitely are in that regard um, may breaking new grounds uh, and the whole point is to in at least from my personal perspective to realize that uh, the purchases that you make if they're made with your card there is this true truth that a percentage of that will go to the credit card company which is essentially owned by a bank and 
in reality and is you know belongs to a let's see a higher um, corporate entity and that small percentage that small commission from you from you isolated might not be much but it's not just you it's you know the entire vegan population of UK France Germany of the entire world and all the entire country and then it adds up it adds up to something that is very very significant so I think that in time in time there will be more and more uh, awareness of that and what we are trying to do is just uh, provide this option uh, we know that it's very you know difficult to change habits or to change the way you do things but it's not impossible and if we look at you know the smartphones without which we can't imagine our lives when the smartphone started it was you know a relatively small number of people using them and everyone else were just looking in disbelief like what are you walking around with this funny looking brick in your arm um, and then gradually over time we witnesses of how important the smartphones have become and so uh, this is what we are trying to uh, do offer people another option offer people uh, a vegan option for paying for your uh, shopping and when we talk about where the money is going um, we are so proud of the all the number one partners that we've uh, partnered with and then as well all of the charity partners because uh, it's very important for us that the percentage of purchases made with vegan action card um, goes to the vegan charity and um, our, our card holders have a chance to choose the vegan cause they would like to um, support and then we donate that cause a percentage of each of their purchases um, apart from obviously uh, promoting our partners which are obviously 100% vegan uh, so what we are trying to do is you know be someone who is going to uh, nurture and support vegan economy and vegan economy may be something new now because we are maybe focus more on vegan um, consumption you know vegan uh, consumerism in a sense that we buy vegan per vegan products and we consume being vegan products but that's still not a vegan economy and it's in time tight and yeah we we hope we hope to um, create this habit um, so to speak over time where people will use um, vegan action card at least for a certain part of their uh, monthly shopping uh, knowing that that purchase supports 100% vegan economy supports 100% vegan charities and and vegan partners vegan businesses yeah, absolutely I'd, I'd love to sort of hone in a little bit on the vegan partners that you selected because I know you know go, going through the the list there it's like a curated list of some of the the most kind of innovative um, and exceptional kind of vegan producers and content makers and so on and so forth. 
um, some wonderful businesses that you've partnered with and indeed some wonderful charities. What's been the process of curating those partners been like? You know, how, how have you found them? Uh, well, on, on one hand, we obviously have the responsibility of making sure that the partners are 100% vegan. Uh, in terms of um, the charity program, on the other hand, we have to make sure, for example, that the um, sanctuary, if we talk about sanctuaries, that they do not you know, feed the animals with uh, animal products if they absolutely don't, don't have to. And uh, so it's very important that uh, they're 100% vegan. When we talk about partners in terms of shops, um, we definitely try to uh, start from offering the the consumers the people a wide range of offer and then choosing the partners it was mutual uh, them coming to us as it was us coming to them um, there were definitely some partners that we were super keen on getting well all of the partners that we are partnered with we were super keen on getting because as you said they they stand for excellence and innovation and uh, perseverance. Um, I, I feel like mentioning all of their names and I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to leave someone, someone out, but um, to anyone who's listening on our webpage, uh, veganaction.com, you'll find a list of partners and you'll see you'll be amazed uh, at what they do. It's, it's truly amazing whether we talk about um, vegan clothing, whether we talk about vegan um, fashion accessories, um, food, um, astonishing product. It's is just amazing. But in terms of uh, building that network, it was number one, making sure that we have the range that we have, you know, from the hair salon to, you know, the fast food. But then also uh, do a little bit of um, due diligence and you know to make sure that the business is 100% vegan uh, to make sure that you know the the partners that we are going to partner with uh, are people that we can you know wholeheartedly stand behind and and say you know this is the amazing partner we are so proud to be connected with and that's for me at least the biggest reward the the people that we connected with um, whether it's owners of the businesses or the people who work there that's that's the most rewarding thing because all of the uh, partners that we have been blessed to connect with are just amazing professionals amazing human beings and regardless of the circumstances uh, super happy to have a chance to work yeah with there's them. there's so many on there i mean it's it, like it is a an absolute sort of delight to go through the the list there there's so many discoveries i've made certainly through heading through like you say your web page um and and kind of every facet of the sort of the the burgeoning vegan economy kind of covered do, do you see that like you you know from your customers feedback that uh, they've had that similar experience that they've found some of your partners purely as a result of their connection with with vegan action yeah i mean uh, the the that's one of the reasons why i decided to have 
the the map on the on our web page and in our clients' profiles, so they can you know click on the city and uh, see which partners we have there, or go through a list of online partners as well and see what they have. Uh, and that's what happens. Uh, someone might see, for example, uh, an article that Plant-Based News published about us and be interested in just um, the idea of a vegan card and then go to our web page and then see, oh wow, I have a vegan hair salon. I didn't even know that existed. And then they'll see this amazing um, vegan hair salon that is our partner. Um, or they will you know, see uh, vegan clothing uh, brand and wow, that's an interesting concept as well. Uh, so that's part uh, the the work that we are trying to do. It's not just uh, vegan payment. It's also promoting those small vegan businesses uh, to our clients, and we make sure that uh, very frequently we um, do special promotions or giveaways um, to be very active in social media to promote our partners to make sure that people know of all the amazing uh, products vegan products that they can that they can get and that they can you know show their friends uh, I guess one of the you know best things that happened are comments of you know people who <clears throat> have um, taken their friends well, before COVID-19 situation, um, take that take the friends to the vegan restaurant or to the vegan fast food or show them a vegan um, piece of jewelry or a vegan piece of clothes and that person not being vegan didn't even notice the difference, didn't even realize that no animal uh, products were involved in that and that's amazing because I think that one very important thing is showing people that you really don't have to give up anything uh, being vegan. I know I know before I became vegan I had this Neanderthalian idea that you know veganism is about eating leaves and I'm I'm not proud of that. It, it it's it's just I always say I was product of the upper bringing and then when I started you know using my own mind I realized that there's a whole new world of the same pleasures, the same quality of products, the same experience, but without the torture and exploitation and the mass murdering and, and everything that entails um, animal products. And so we are definitely, we, we, we feel blessed um, to be able to share this um, idea and vision that we have with the partners that share our values and yes it's it gets you know challenging at times and uh, dealing with uh, obviously well-established brands and uh, fighting for the position on the market and so forth but when you truly believe in what you do when you truly feel like you can stand behind uh, what you're trying to accomplish then it's it's not really work it's it's just something you enjoy doing and we are quite uh, happy that we can do it with amazing people whether it's uh, again whether it's our clients or, par or partners absolutely 
love to come on to some of the practicalities of the the card if that's all right so for for people who who don't know kind of what the the premise is uh, outside of it being a payment card how 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 does it work how do you get signed up and then what do you do once you are signed up yeah sure so all you have to do is just go to the web page and click on the sign up or get your free card because um, we have two um, options that you can choose the virtual card that's basically all you need um, because um, number one it's free free to get free to use and you don't need to download or install anything so whichever device you have with you that has access to internet you can use your card we decided to do it like that on purpose uh, because we didn't want you know this virtual card to be like an application that you need to download and install and then you it takes away you know the memory in your smartphone or whatever so we want it to be as you know as as easy to use as as possible so once you sign up it's just standard sign up form with basic information um you're all set to go you can use your uh, virtual card the only thing that you do is you basically use the you know the money transfer to put the money on your card because the card is prepaid um, and which means that you can literally choose how much money you would like to spend that week or that month or that day uh, let's say you are going uh, now that the COVID finishes and let's say you want to go out to a vegan restaurant literally before you go you can put the money on your card and then when it comes to actual payment is just a two-step thing you um, you say that you want to pay with vegan action card scan the QR code the unique QR code that each card has and accept the payment that's it um, in terms of uh, online payment same thing you just choose vegan action as the payment method and you know confirm payment that's it so it's as easy as the normal card would uh, would be with normal card you have to type in the pin um, to you know verify yourself here you just scan the QR code that's pretty much it uh, there's also an option of getting a physical um, card uh, and again it's not it's an option you don't need it to use it uh, but you you can you can get it if, if you want to have you know the physical card with you and in terms of just uh, planning on where to use it once you've signed up and once you've uh, loaded your card you can just check the list of our partners list of online partners list of physical partners and use the map to see which ones are near you which ones are for what so it's pretty straightforward uh, pretty simple again free to sign up um, free to use uh, it's uh, you can choose as I said before the vegan charity that you would like to support uh, with your purchases costs absolutely nothing to to the user and pretty much that's it uh, there's also an option of uh, transferring uh, funds from one vegan action account to another again completely free of charge so um, if anyone 
wants to try to see how it works for themselves again free to start free to try uh, if you like it great it's free to keep doing it uh, if you don't want to no hard feelings and that's it it's super easy to sign up as well i mean it's it, like you say that simply signing up you know filling in a form and you're and you're pretty much there um how how's kind of like lockdown in the world of covid been for for you guys because on one hand i guess like the online business is probably uh booming and the physical the physical kind of um uh, establishments are probably having a tougher time so um you know what how's it how's it been and and where do you kind of see it going from here and i guess it's difficult to project exactly with the current situation but you know how's your level of confidence in in kind of growth at the moment yeah of course um actually Prior to COVID situations, uh, so situation we had more physical partners uh, than online ones. Uh, just because being a small company in the beginning, it's very difficult to focus on different uh, fronts, and so we first wanted to focus on small, uh, you know, local uh, vegan businesses. And it's as you can imagine, it's been difficult. But I have to say that the our partners, the physical ones, have been so amazing because they have been trying to find different ways to continue working, whether it's um, deliveries to, you know, address wherever that was possible, whether it's organizing, um, you know, pickups from uh, where they were conducting the business. So I have to say that our physical partners have been exceptional during this COVID, but what we um, decided to do is create a our own uh, proper e-commerce solution for those businesses who for those business owners who may not have the time or possibly the expertise to set up uh, their own web shop because there are obviously you know e-commerce platforms that you can use um, such as Shopify and ET and there are many others uh, but they obviously take time and they require a certain level of IT skills and so we decided to ask our IT team to work extra hard on designing our own e-commerce solution which is what we've been so proud to launch during this COVID uh, lockdown and so we have, uh, we had a couple of um, the partners coming to us and asking specifically about that, because obviously that was their, you know, fighting chance during this crisis. And we're just so glad that we've been able to do that. Uh, and the uh, our e-commerce solution is not like your, let's say, maybe a standard marketplace where it's uh, product uh, oriented because you know when you when you go to the bigger marketplaces you, you see different products but you may necessarily not uh, see the you know visual representation of the branding of the uh, producer or you don't really maybe find out about who's behind the product uh, what we decided to do is create um, let's say an individual web shop for each of our partners uh, uh, representing their 
brand identity with you know the brand colors and the logos and the slogans that they that they may use. Um, so we wanted to not just um, present their products but the partners as well. And so the COVID, as difficult as it was to cope with the new sort of way of doing things, it's, it was also something that uh, motivated us and kind of inspired us to offer that uh, e-commerce to the smaller businesses who otherwise might not have uh, gotten to a point of having a web shop. That's an incredible idea. What a, what a brilliant way to continue to support the sort of vegan economy in a in a really tough time. I, I think you know it's admirable in the first place that you've you've got behind some of those smaller businesses and then to support them with an e-commerce platform in the way that Vegan Action has. I think is um, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Like you say, I think the the current situation is, uh, I guess, one that sort of. Um, drives innovation in in as much as it causes all kinds of tragedy and and um uh, and and more negative effects on on all of us um i think i've definitely noticed one of those positives being the innovation like that sure and and i'm i'm actually very uh, positive about post covid situation um will it be you know all peaches and roses of course not um, no one is expecting to uh, go through this kind of uh, epic kind of disruption and then everything continued to continue smoothly. But I think that the human spirit and the perseverance of the humankind is just is incomparable to, to anything. And I think what will happen is at least the way I see it, the people will rally around the local community and they will support the local businesses. Uh, and I think that together we will slowly but surely and gradually go back to where we're, if not to a better place than we were before, before this crisis. It's an interesting point you raised there. I'd like to get your, your sort of take on it because obviously retail specifically you know smaller businesses you know are in probably quite sort of fearful times uh in a way at the moment particularly those with with sort of physical space you know how how confident are you about that that kind of future i mean you sound super kind of optimistic generally about um about some of these smaller businesses ability to innovate and and the sort of general humanities desire to support them do you, do you feel confident you know from a, a societal financial etc perspective that that we will make significant kind of societal change off the back of this i know it's difficult to predict but no i mean no one has a you know crystal ball and know for certain what's going to happen in the future obviously and i and i am last to pretend to know for certain anything that's going to happen but I think that the very important factor is going to be how long uh, the complete lockdown is going to last. Um, that's going to play a big part because if, for example, the government support, which has been phenomenal, um, at least here in UK, uh, if the government support uh, will be enough to kind of bridge that uh, lockdown, then 
I would say that I'm super confident. But if the lockdown, uh, let's say, lasts longer than the government funds can, you know, bridge, then I take it as going to be very difficult for certain uh, businesses to survive. And that obviously depends on the type of the business and the size of the business. Um, because it's not the same, for example, uh, maybe a restaurant that has, you know, 10 employees and has to pay the rent, a fixed rent every month on the place uh, to maybe a smaller uh, business that maybe does more uh, on fairs and markets. So the type of the business plays an important part and then also uh, will the government funds be enough to bridge the gap? That that also is something that remains to be seen. Uh, but I guess that my optimism comes more from my, let's say, choice to believe in people rather than knowing the for certain some economic circumstances because circumstances change and even though we can now debate on whether this will have long-term positive effects despite the short-term negative effects or not i it's it's kind of a hard for me personally to not look back on all the great things that humanity has been uh, able to accomplish throughout the history and all the ways in which we've been able to adapt through times of you know difficult challenges and say that I'm, I'm not optimistic. I, I cannot not be optimistic. Somehow I think that people will find a way. Um, will it be easy? Probably not. Will there be a lot of people who, even at this moment, are faced with a difficult decision of maybe changing professions or changing careers because, uh, you know, their line of work has suffered great, uh, you know, blows? But ultimately, I think that we will go out of this with a greater sense of gratitude uh, for what we have. And I think that that feeling of community is maybe going to be enhanced by the fact that we've been away from, you know, from each other for so long. I think that we are... Prior to COVID, I think that we've taken certain relationships and certain people for granted, um, like maybe our you know, local uh, business owners and uh, you know, the friends, the colleagues, the family. We've taken certain things for granted. It's hard for me to see we go back to that. I think that after the lockdown, we'll be more appreciative of the people around us, more appreciative of, um, if you talk about the business side of, you know, the the business owners, the local small businesses that we know, but we haven't maybe paid so much attention to them. I think in that regard, we'll we'll be more aware of the situation, more maybe inclined to, um, you know, do whatever we can to kind of help our community um, be stronger and come out, as I said before, if not the same, then better than it was before. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I think there's definitely a there's a part of me that has definite optimism over that community spirit that you talk about there, and I, I really hope that we all do our bit to sort of cling on to that because you know, whether it be 
a sort of a, a refound, rejuvenated respect for people who work in the care industry or uh, delivery drivers, local business people, uh, who you know, whichever angle you look, I think we've all probably ha had to sort of reevaluate what's really important to us and the connections within our community that are that are really important. And uh, I think it's probably incumbent upon all of us to maintain that beyond uh, beyond sort of lockdown and make sure that we don't um, simply go back. You know, um, I, and I'd love to see that sort of future world built like that. T talking specifically about veganism and it's sort of a similar question but just just to hone in on veganism specifically do, do you where's your overall sense of optimism for for the growth of veganism do you think something like the current situation we're in with covid and 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 you know all the stuff we've talked about societal change etc has a potential for positive impact upon the vegan community or or do you, do you not see it making a huge impact? Uh, where's your, where's your kind of headspace at when it comes to veganism? Well, I think that we've we've already seen in in, in certain parts of the world people realizing how much animal agriculture can contribute to uh, let's say creating an environment that is uh, particularly uh, let's say, good to sort of create conditions for pan pandemic. Um, so I think that people have maybe taken a little bit more notice um, be just because of the current situation. But when we talk about veganism, I think that simply due to the fact that we, are li we live in the world of this hyper flow of information it's very very difficult to um, avoid the information and I think that veganism is just on the other side of being informed uh, I think if we look at our society and our world as a whole there are just so many things that we don't really know much about like there are concepts that are fundamental and we we can expand this conversation to not just veganism but things such as uh, capitalism democracy states countries whatever the fundamental concepts that we kind of all know and we are comfortable using but we don't really know a lot about it if we were asked you know, to describe it or to say what it is or to say how it works, we really wouldn't know how to answer that. When we talk about veganism, mostly obviously we talk about the diet. And the simple truth is that we never, when, when I say we, I, I, I refer to us as a collective. Um, we never really thought about what we ate before people started, you know, raising awareness of that. I mean, I certainly haven't thought about how food affects me or how the food affects the world. But as the information technology developed and as obviously internet uh, developed and grew, there are just so many sources of information. People are uh, looking those informations, not just for ethical reasons, but for health reasons. 
because veganism has proven itself to be the healthier option, the better option, even for top athletes. I mean, when we talk about uh, high-performing athletes, it's very difficult to ignore the fact that Lewis Hamilton is very vocal about how veganism has affected his performance, his uh, recovery period being shortened, and his level of energy, his focus, and I'm just using him now because I'm a huge <laughs> Formula One fan. Um, but not just him, but famous people as well contribute to that. Uh, people of influence, like uh, obviously we can't not you know mention actors like Joaquin Phoenix, uh, who's a very vocal and influential um, activist in the world of veganism. But not him, you know, Sir Paul McCartney, uh, Heather Mills. Uh, so many people that I'm just not mentioning now, and I feel sorry about that. Um, I think that as time continues to pass, more people will just come into contact with information that will speak to them about things that they care about. Some people care more about health, that's fine. Some people care more about the environment, that's also fine. Some people care more about the sustainability of our system, that's also fine. Some people care about the ethical side of it, and that's all great because veganism is the answer to all of those issues. So I'm super optimistic. Um, I think that the more people uh, look for information, the more people uh, ask for that, more reasons they will find for veganism and to be honest i see veganism as inevitable uh dominant uh lifestyle because it it makes more sense in so many levels whether we talk about the very fact that in 100 percent vegan world that would be very uh it would be very difficult to have hunger because the amount of food we grow now just to feed the livestock, we could feed the population of three Earths, at least. Um, sustainability as well, you know, it's far more sustainable to grow uh, plants than it is to raise cattle. Takes a lot less time, a lot less resources. Um, so, I have to say that I'm looking forward to the future. I think that technology and the you know even the big names big companies are realizing that and um, there is this uh, initiative from UN that is talking specifically to the great corp to big corporations and companies asking them to shift their focus to plant-based uh, pro products to plant-based economy uh, just because it has it has proven itself to be the best uh, way to achieve the sustainable the sustainable development goals. So I think that the future is bright when we talk about veganism. I'm I'm, I'm totally with you, Mir. I love that love that perspective. And uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think with, when we have such a wave of information coming at us, uh, when you're talking about something that seems uh, patently true uh, I, I like to think that that truth will will out if you like it will it will rise to the top um, uh, and, and I share that that optimism around it
Um, listen, Mir, thank you so much for your your time. We've sort of come to come towards the end of our chat now, but it's um it's been a pleasure talking to you. Before we wrap up, though, it'd be remiss if we didn't mention how again just where to where to head to to get ourselves uh, signed up for Vegan Action and start supporting vegan businesses sure so sure so um the page is uh, veganaction.com um so it's v-g-a-n-n-e-c-t-i-o-n veganaction.com and you'll find all the info there um free to sign up free to use uh it's pure vegan shopping experience 100 uh, percent vegan partners vegan payment method you support the vegan charities by using it and Again, why not give it a try? Free to start, free to use. And all you can do is good. Love that. Thanks so much. I thoroughly recommend it. Thank uh, you. Definitely check out the uh, the curated list of businesses there. There's some absolute gems amongst them. So thank you so much, Mir, for creating it. And, uh, and, and thanks for, for joining me today. Thank you for having me on your podcast.